Well, first and foremost, thank you again um, in advance for tuning in today. If you've come across this podcast and this is the first time that you've come across, uh, I do want you to know that uh, this is a podcast for people that are that are curious and that are going to wrestle with tough questions. Obviously, the name of the podcast is Ruthlessly Curious. And we're going to talk about fitness. We're going to talk about family. We're going to talk about relationships. We're going to talk about leadership. And we're going to talk about questions that we have to wrestle with on a consistent basis if we want to continue to find our best self. Now, I think it's super important to let everyone know that the inspiration for this podcast has really come about through doing a lot of hard work on myself and trying to find my best self and trying to align myself with God's purpose in my life. And these podcasts are really ideas and thoughts, suggestions and inspirations and motivations that I want to leave behind for my children just in case something happens to me. So with that being said, I'm going to start us off with today's question that I've been wrestling with quite, quite a bit and that I've also shared with some of my clients. The question is, what are the places that you hold sacred in your life? I think we all know that the environment is the invisible hand that shapes human behavior. And if we know that, then I think it's super important for us to take a look at our environment to see how it's serving us and how we can, I guess a good word would be, manipulate it so that we can get the most of our, out of our environment so that we can have the biggest impact that we can possibly have on our world and our community and our family, our team. I'm going to go over a list of places that I hold sacred. And I want to encourage you right now to go ahead and pause the podcast. Pause it and create a list of places that you hold sacred before I share mine. So I'm going to go through my list. Number one, my morning routine. Number two, the restroom. Number three, my work. Number four, training and exercise. And number five, my health. And I could probably do a podcast on each of these, but I do want to go back to the morning routine. And I'll tell you that my morning routine actually has a list of 11 different items from things that I do starting at 5 a.m. all the way to 6.15 a.m. to when I take, I, I kind of start having to get everything ready for, for, for Natalie and for the boys. So number one, morning routine always starts with water. So the first thing I do, I go to the restroom or I go to, to the, yeah, to the bathroom. I haven't gone to the restroom yet, but I'm going to the bathroom. And the first thing I do is I wash my hands and I wash my face under the sink or at the sink. And 
one of the reasons that this is so sacred to me is because I don't know what the statistic is, but there are a lot of people in the world that do not have running water and a clean bar of soap that they can wash their hands and wash their face with. And that's something that I do not take for granted. And it is very sacred to me. And, and it's part there that I do have an experience of this. I went and did this fitness experience and it's called Kokoro. And I was up for a, approximately 67 hours straight. Uh, 54 and a half of those were the, the, it was the most rigorous training I've ever been involved of, I, I, involved in. I did not sleep the entire time. I was awake for those 60, 67 hours, 64 hours, something like that. And I was dirty and I was wet and I was sandy. I was just filthy. I had sand in every crevice. My my socks and shoes had been wet the entire time. My body was wet. I was cold. It was probably one of the most interesting experiences of my life where I had to continue to find joy in the suffering. And I'll never forget the first time that I was able to wash my hands back home whenever I finally got back home. And I'll never forget that feeling of, of how great it felt to be clean and just to be able to wash my hands under my sink. And so every morning when I wake up, I do, I turn off my chili pad. I do sleep with a chili pad. I turn it off. I go to the bathroom. I wash my hands and I wash my face. And then obviously after that, I use the restroom. But my morning routine, all, and you know, the, the whole part of it really is a sacred place for me. Um, it's where I get to go and have time with the Lord, and I get to do my journaling. I'll do some reading. I spend some, some really good time just getting super quiet and orienting myself and trying to make sure that I can take myself, take my eyes off of myself, put them on my teammates, and figure out how I can serve the world and what value I can bring that day. And a lot of times in my journal, I will. I'll, I'll write, you know, dear God, how are you going to use me today? How can you use me today? And I think the more places that we hold sacred the more we are going to protect those places and we're not going to let distractions and we're not going to let, um, we're not going to allow ourselves to drift and we're going to, we're going to protect that and it's, and it's going to serve us. And as most of you know, training and exercise is a huge part of my life. It's a, it's a place that I hold very sacred and it's a place where I get to really fight the enemy within, right? Because it's September the 16th and there's so much negativity in the world. And if we don't identify the places that we hold sacred and we go and get a full cup from those sacred places so that we can pour into others, we will continue to always be at a deficit. We will continue to be negative. We will lose faith. We will lose our ability to have an impact, a positive impact on the world and be able to serve our families. So today, the thing that I just want to encourage you to do is just take a look at your life. 
take a look at the places that you hold sacred. Write them down. What do they mean to you? How can you get more out of these places so that you can pour into others? How can you take your God-given skills and your talents and use those to have a positive impact on the world? We all need to continue. I want to encourage you to make sure you have sacred places in your life where you do not let social media in and you do not let the news in and you do not let negative people in those sacred places. Environment is the invisible hand that shapes human behavior. Think about that. Think about your environment. Think about how you can manipulate it so that you can serve the world and you can serve your family and you can take care of yourself better. I just want to say thank you again in advance for just tuning in today. And as you guys know, as you've learned through the, these podcasts, the goal is for these to be simple, to create action items for you so that you can go and meet your future best self. Because I can assure you, as you, you haven't met it yet, right? And so I think the, the harder the questions we get to wrestle with, the tougher the questions, the better answers we're going to get. And the more we can wake up being fulfilled with love and hope and joy, and we can have this amazing impact on the world. So thank you so much for tuning in today. And love you all, and I'll talk to you again really soon. Thank you so much.